This is Issues 2024. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Chris Hyman, Development Director, Senior Services, Wichita. Welcome to Issues 2024, Chris. Nice to have you with us. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate you having me on. You know, the name uh, Senior Services says plenty, but can you give us a, a brief description of just what it is that you do down there? Sure. Senior Services of Wichita, typically we go just by Senior Services, um, is a private not-for-profit organization, a charitable organization that allows, that provides programming to senior citizens um, as young as 55 up to and past the age of 100. Um, our goal with all the programs we operate is to keep our seniors um, active and connected or safe in the community. We're best known as the Meals on Wheels provider for Wichita, but we actually operate six programs. Uh, we operate four different senior centers and a senior employment program in addition to Meals on Wheels. Uh, we're serving about 3,000 to 4,000 seniors each year. So, so I was going to say, how long has uh, Senior Services been around now? Senior Services started in November of 1968. We started in um, on First Street downtown in, I believe, an old church. There was space that w was available for us to start the Senior Activity Center. Uh, so that was actually our first program. It, it has now turned into four area neighborhood uh, senior centers across the city, um, serving approximately 2,000 seniors at least one time a, a, a year. Uh, those centers keep people active, engaged, connected. They do, they do so much more than coffee and cards. They um, learn continuing education. They get assistance with um, Medicare, uh, supplement, um, insurance uh, support and advisory uh, situations with that. They can, um, that parties, all kinds of stuff, just to stay connected to the community and to connected to each other. Then in uh, January of, of 1969, uh, we delivered our first 17 meals to the downtown core area of Wichita, where Predominantly, most of your homebound, isolated seniors were living in apartments at that time. Today, that's our Meals on Wheels program, and they serve approximately 800 meals each weekday. Steve, now, do you have a, a mission statement, a formal mission statement, Chris? Our formal mission statement is um, Senior Services of Wichita is dedicated to offering programs that allow older adults the opportunity to live quality lives while continuing to make positive contributions to the communi community. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a mouthful, um, but essentially what we're, our main goal with it is to keep active seniors moving, connected, um, out of nursing homes and off of programs like Meals on Wheels for as long as possible. But for the homebound isolated senior that we serve in Meals on Wheels, that program allows that those seniors to um, continue to live safely in their own homes. Thanks. So many times um, the, the client on Meals on Wheels is simply not capable of paying for private care 
or paying for a pricey nursing facility. How are you funded, Chris? We have a um, various funding sources, both public and private. We do have um, grants through Department on Aging that provide uh, funds to support every program we have, but they do not fund us 100%. About 30% of our budget is raised privately in the community. We do receive some United Way funding for Meals on Wheels. We have a lot of private family foundations uh, that support the agency. We do a fundraiser each year, a major fundraiser. We call it Pickle Palooza. Uh, and we do different types of fundraising campaigns throughout the year to continue to support the budget. I want to talk a little bit more. You've, you've mentioned a couple of these numbers. I, I want to ask you some specifics. Uh, how many people does senior services not just meals, but all of senior services. How many people do you think you contact in a year's time? Um, it varies. It's somewhere between 3,000 and 4,000 seniors that receive at least one service from our programs each year. Um, that could be a job seeker in senior employment program. Uh, that could be um, someone who came to a senior center to get their taxes prepared. Uh, or that could be a, a, a senior on the Meals on Wheels program. And you now, is is Meals exclusive to Wichita, or are there other Meals on Wheels in the area, in the state, other other cities? Meals on Wheels is a national program, but every Meals on Wheels program is operated differently. So, um, what what is what we do here in Wichita could be very different than what we do, what they do in Kansas City. Um, each of the um, programs are tailored to the community and they're ran independently by a, most oftentimes, a charitable organization. So as an example, Senior Services of Wichita delivers within the Wichita city limits. So. Communities like Andover, Clearwater, all the little small towns that surround Wichita are supported by the Hutchinson program, which is called, um, oh gosh, the name is <laughs> just escape Aging Projects. Okay, okay. That's the name of, the, of their facility. And they handle all the rural and small communities. Well, here in, in where you serve in Wichita, Senior Services, then how many, how many people benefit from, from meals each day then, Chris? about 800 people. It used to be 900, Steve, but last year with the rising cost of food um, that everyone is experiencing right now, um, we were forced to drop from 900 a day to, to 800 a day to keep our budget going. We just didn't have the funds to continue adding new people onto the program. So once someone left the program, um, sometimes it's because they were deceased or they had to go into nursing care or they were on a short-term situation like right after surgery. Um, when they dropped the program, we stopped adding new people in June and we began a waiting list. And today that wait list is about 350 people long. 300. We just don't have, yeah, 350. Okay, on a waiting list. Hmm. On a waiting list wow. for, for Meals on Wheels alone. We just simply 
don't have the funds to keep up with the cost, of, the increasing cost of, of purchasing food. It's costing the agency about $75,000 for food and supplies alone and to operate the program, and that's for one month, and to operate in full cost, which includes uh, social service support, volunteer recruitment recognition, um, you know, just to pay salary, we're looking at 125 to 175000 a month. How does a person uh, become a recipient uh, of meals on wheels. We get on that list, I guess. How do you, how yeah, do you, you have to. How does a person uh, become a, a recipient then? So, uh, a new individual needing assistance or needing the program um, can be referred. They can refer themselves. They can call 316-267-0122. Again, that's 316. 316- Two six seven zero one two two. We have a lot of referrals that come from um, hospice care, home health, those kind of things. Hospitals. They will then add the individual onto that wait list, and we do a triage system with our wait list. So we are putting our most vulnerable people, hospice, um, chronic illness, dementia, those kind of things, at the top of the list. All right, so. Uh... Tell us about a little bit more about the menu. What's the menu? What kind of food are you serving? And is it all done? You do all the food right down there at that central location then? We do. Um, our staff, uh, our kitchen staff come in, our head cooks come in around 5 o'clock in the morning every weekday um, to prepare the food. So we have everything cooked and ready to go by 10 a.m. Generally, we start seeing the volunteers come in at that time to pick up their routes. Uh, we just acquired a new um, food service manager. He had uh, many years in long-term care and nursing facilities and senior care kitchens working um, lots of vast knowledge, and he's really just been a, 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 such an asset to the program. Um, we're getting many compliments on things like um, stews, tacos, uh, we try really, we're still kind of serving the meat and potato uh, generation. Um, so, and we are, res- we do put some health restrictions on our menu because we're required to be low sodium. Uh, we do um, no pork for religious reasons, things like that. We're, because of the mass production and limited funds, we're not able to specialize diets, but um, generally it's, common foods that most of us will see, maybe fried chicken or roasted chicken. It has to be a balanced meal. We are required um, by the state because we are a nutrition program for seniors. We are required to provide them calcium. So they get a milk. They get fruits and fresh vegetables. Uh, In the summer, you may see some sandwiches and maybe a salad. but, you know, the meals are really quite tasty, um, pretty generous portions as well. Now, uh, how many volunteer drivers uh, do you require uh, to, to deliver the, the meals on wheels? We have a total uh, volunteer force of about 200, 250 uh, dedicated people that kind of are consistent most, day, most of the time, although we can fluctuate throughout the year. So we have about 70 routes per day 
um, that we deliver throughout the city. So you're looking at if we have it, if we have volunteers um, to to cover all routes, you're about 70, maybe 75 volunteers that come through because a lot of people do it in pairs or teams. Um, when we are short volunteers, then we have to send staff members out to do those deliveries. Now, from time to time, you have problems finding enough drivers. I imagine if your force uh, goes through some attrition, folks leave or uh, drop out and whatnot. Uh, so I, I would uh, I would assume that uh, you've sent out the alert a few times to the media. But uh, do, you need some, do you need some more drivers then? Um, right now, we're, we're okay. We are. It's kind of the travel time there's there's the retirees that snowbird if you will during the winter months um so we have seen some vacant routes throughout the week because of that but they have a regular volunteer assigned to them it's just that that volunteer maybe is going to be gone for the next month or so um we there is a process to volunteer so we can't take anyone walking in from off the street. Mm -hmm. We do have to have the individual fill out an application, and you can do that by going to our website, which is seniorservicesofwichita.org. You can go onto the Meals on Wheels page, and at the bottom of that, you will find the volunteer application. It can take about a week to actually vet and check references on our volunteers. It is important that we do that process though because we we are sending people into the private homes of vulnerable population um, so we ask our volunteers or, or people interested in volunteering to fill that application out put down two personal references make sure to tell your personal references that you they may receive a call from us for um, meals on for your interest in being a Meals on Wheels volunteer. And then we bring them in for a brief orientation, and they can start deliveries. SeniorServicesOfWichita.org. Is that it? SeniorServicesWichita.org. SeniorServicesOfWichita.org. Okay. Got it. Got it. All right. Yep. You're listening to Issues 2024 on the Odyssey radio stations, and our guest is Chris Hyman, Development Director, Senior Services Wichita. And uh, Meals on Wheels keeps a... A backup meal or two, is that correct? That is correct. Um, we do it actually all year long, but it's it's especially crucial this time of year when we have more chances of inclement weather. Um, we have we try to keep two emergency meals in the home at all times. So those are shelf-stable meals, typically things like soups, crackers, things that won't go bad. Um, for, for several months, we on occasion can purchase those Dinty Moore type meals that are shelf stable, although those are high sodium meals, so we don't do as many of those. Um, we have different volunteer groups actually that come out and help, uh, help uh, assemble those meals, put them in a um, plastic baggie, zip them up once a month. Or when we're short, we try to keep those two meals in the home at all times. Uh, I think right now we're probably short a meal because we did have to cancel uh, because of inclement weather last week. Right, right. We also do shelf stables for the holidays that we are closed. Uh, so the next holiday would be President's Day. The last holiday was Martin Luther King Day. So they have a shelf stable for those days as well. 
Do meals drivers often find someone who needs immediate help? I'm thinking of a health problem arising, something like that. Actually, that's um, that's a good question, Steve, because in addition to that nutritious meal, the other benefit to Meals on Wheels is having an eye on that senior every single day. Right. Um, that 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 wellness check is really just as important as the nutrition itself. Um, I know you have gone out to deliver on uh, meals in in different different years and different special occasions. We've had you guys come out and deliver. Uh, it is possible. Um, we've it's not common, uh, but they've found people who have fallen. Um, there's been stories of people that have noticed things that just didn't seem right, and they've called it in to us. We've done further investigation, and maybe there was um, a gas leak in the home that the senior couldn't smell. That was a dangerous scenario. Um, what we ask our volunteers to do is they become very attached to that to that senior, especially when they're regular volunteers. But we do ask them to know boundaries and to not do anything that makes them uncomfortable. Um, so if they had found somebody that fell and the person was complaining of being hurt, we much prefer that you contact us and we can get EMS out there. Sure. But if they go into a home and there's a, a suspicion of something that's not right or the client doesn't answer and they didn't call us call in to tell us they wouldn't be home uh, the process is for that volunteer then to call our social service team leave the name and address with the in with our team or on the voicemail if we all have to go out to deliver and then we do the follow-up we call their um, emergency contacts if they have them, nine times out of ten, it's someone that had a doctor's appointment or had someone pick them up for to take them out for lunch or something, and they forgot to tell us that. Uh, but there are occasions when um, we can't locate them. We then start calling the hospitals. If we can't find them in the hospitals by the end of the day, then we send the police in for a welfare check. Okay. I want to, I want to ch- switch gears for just a second here. And ask mm-hmm. uh, personally some personal questions, if you will. How long have you been? <laughs> okay. How long have you been with Senior Services now? Uh, it's been 18 years. It'll be 18 years in June that I've been with Senior Services. Yeah. Do you have plans to go anywhere else, or would you like to say that? I have plans to go to Greece and. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Germany, and actually, um, no, I'm, I'm hoping in the next few years um, I will be retiring. So. I, I, I didn't know whether you were, you had uh, whether you had imminent retirement or whether it was going to be a few years from now. A um, uh, couple years at okay. least, I would right. say. But yeah, we, I, we, I have a. I'm, I'm thankful to say I have a full staff. Other yes. programs in our, in our uh, agency do not. But um, I do have um, someone I'm hoping to groom that can, you know, take the reins when I'm gone and do some new and exciting things here that I didn't do. Now, you still talked a little about it. Let's go back and talk about senior centers a little bit. Uh, how many do you have mm-hmm. and how many people do they serve? We have four senior centers. And in a year's time, um, we're seeing about 3,000, 2,000, 3,000, somewhere in that range uh, that individuals who have received at least one service from those centers each each year but 
each, even if it's just coming in one day for taxes, that's a service they could get. Or they come in for Medicare counseling, mm-hmm. um, meaning the the supplemental insurance, nice. open enrollment. Mm-hmm. Our center directors are all um, SHIC certified through um, the state of Kansas, so mm-hmm. they help. They help them navigate that pretty complicated system. Most of our um, seniors, though, are uh, regulars that come in at least once a week, if maybe not even, maybe even every day. Mm. So we have um, the downtown center in Delano. We have Orchard Park Senior Center in the Orchard Park Recreation Center. And we have Linwood Senior Center at the Linwood Park Recreation Center well, we have those two centers. We are not a uh, city of Wichita-funded program. They rent a space to host those two centers. And then we have one on 21st Street called our Northeast Senior Center. What is, uh, what's the roving pantry? Uh, the roving pantry was a program that um, delivered uh, groceries to uh, homebound seniors um, who were not able to get out and shop for themselves. Unfortunately, though, we ended the roving pantry program in January, uh, in um, in December of oh, last year. Okay, so we had to we had to end in the program. Yeah, we couldn't keep it staffed. Quite simply, uh, uh, to be honest, we we struggled with keeping a driver in place after our loyal driver um, retired about three years ago. So it was in the in the best interest to just kind of close the program because we weren't able to grow it and we weren't able to keep it staffed. What uh, what are some of the, the biggest challenges you face in the year ahead, Chris? Um, funding is always an issue. You know, our public funds remain stagnant; they don't grow. Um, so we, we're putting a much bigger emphasis on private fundraising um, for the future, because uh, I think that will be the future for this agency. Uh, that's that's a number one. Number two is that many of us, not just myself, but but many of us are longtime employees and we're looking at retirement. Mm-hmm. And for numerous years, this agency was very blessed. We don't tend to leave once we start working here. It's it's a good working environment. I um, I can contest to that after 18 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we kind of know that the um, marketplace for employees has really changed. It's not typical to stick around for 18 years, and <laughs> we're just yeah, yeah. You, you know that as well. Right. You, you've been loyal for uh, many years, and so it's just a different environment now with employees. Um, so I think we're, that's another um, focus our board of directors have is to is succession planning and how to, how to navigate to attract the type of, of employees we need to fill those roles. Okay. Because we are a nonprofit, our, our wages yeah. aren't exceptionally high, so we're looking at different types of ways to entice and, and benefits that would um, okay. be appealing to a younger generation. Almost out of time. Sorry to interrupt you, but how okay. can people, oh, that's fine. if people want to get involved, if our listeners want to help, what can they do? Go to the webpage? They can go to the webpage, seniorservicesofwichita.org, or they can call the agency. The main number is 316-267-0302. And that is if, you, if you're if you interested in becoming a recipient of Meals on Wheels, if you want to 
be a volunteer and do and help other people. Be a volunteer. Yeah. You you're okay. looking for a part time job yeah. after retirement. That's the general number for any of it. So. All right. Well, listen. Thanks for being with us. Our guest is Chris Hyman, Development Director, Senior Services, Wichita. And that's all for this edition of Issues 2024. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh.